This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Shop the biggest health and beauty brands in store or online at the lowest prices every day at Chemist Warehouse. Highlighting the pride of the Pacific, it's Pacific Flair with Peter Alatini and Ricardo Ball on SCNZ. I think Peter Alatini would agree that, in fact, I'm far better looking than Ricardo Ball. Mark Watson (laughs) in for Ricardo. Peter, good afternoon. Welcome. Good evening. Welcome. Malolele, Mark. Always a pleasure to to be back again, especially in your presence. God, you say the right things, don't you? Uh, Solomone Fanaki is going to join us on the programme a little bit later, loose forward for Moana Pacifica. Very impressive individual. I'm, I'm actually um, quite excited and, and just kind of reading his bio today, you know, he's, he's been here in New Zealand for a bit and um, he's, he's really built his craft around Hooks Bay, Bell Plenty and then kind of taking his chances and, and I feel like his performance to, to date with Moana has been one of the more consistent forwards mm. in the team. Yeah, we're sort of starting to get to the business end now. Um, I don't think a lot of people expected too much from Fiji and Drua and Moana Pacifica in their first year. Uh, very hard when you don't necessarily have a history of heritage or necessarily um, a pathway system uh, to lead players through. But have you genuinely seen improvement from this team week in, week out, or did they improve and then it sort of become a bit stagnant? I mean, give, give us your honest... I think I think I mean it's easy to sit here and be oh look you know give them a bit of a cuddle it's been tough for them but putting that to one side and just looking purely in a performance yeah I, I think you you hit in the head where they've come they've probably come up a couple of notches at times and then kind of fallen back uh, probably a few notches backwards um, in, in most of the performance is, is that due to injury or is that more just through the fact that just getting used to the intensity of this competition week in week out yeah I, I think it's more the intensity of, of this game and, and these players understanding the level that's required week in, week out, especially some of these younger players that, again, obviously have come off the back of just an NPC or, or just a wider squad of, of different um, super teams and now actually eventually playing, but understanding the requirements within this high-performance level of, of rugby to be able to perform week in, week out at that level too. Skill sets, role positional play, all these different little things. And, and making those decisions mm. under pressure too. Yeah. And making those decisions when you are fatigued. Well, totally. And that's that's probably a couple of areas where we um, where the Moana fell short on on Saturday. I felt really costly when Timafai Nuku got uh, ten minutes. They scored two tries in that time, mm. you know, and, and that was, and at that time I felt the the battle was still going, you know, back and forth. But I felt like Moana had a bit of control at that time. Um and and just that with him gone, they actually actually New South Wales explored them really well in terms of the two tries they scored. Um, Perezzi was pretty outstanding, the centre. Mm. I thought he was great, and, and I thought their captain, uh, Jake Gordon, who's probably been a real solid leader for New South Wales, played well again in another game. Yeah, it's um, the tight, I guess, if, if they were to look back on the season and add up the number of penalties, and particularly at the breakdown, um, in those technical areas, it'd be sort of really high up on a scale. But I guess the pleasing thing is these, these things you can work on. This doesn't come down to genetics. It doesn't come down to athleticism. It just comes down to, as we said, decisions under pressure and just technically getting better. 
totally. I, I agree. Look, those 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 things you've pointed out. It's definitely the technical aspect, but in that in the in the head and I think we would talk about winning winning the moments or win, winning those little key moments of a game. And I think this year, I think there, there'll be a lot where Moana will look back. In, in moments where had they probably won that little collision or had executed accordingly, I think that the result could have been really different. Yeah. So I'm hoping that, and I know, I know they, I know Azza and, and, and Philo will be constantly making their players, making sure that they are on top of those things. It's just now the players adapting and understanding mm. that's what they have to do to get right. I want to talk about the type five because the scrum has been a real weakness mm. for Moana Pacifica, uh, often getting pushed off the ball, um, not really dominating at set piece. Is it, just a simple case of taking the core group of players that you've got and building them in the gym, building the core strength, or is it really just at the end of the day uh, the players not being quite good enough and are never going to be good enough? I think there's a bit of both. I think there's a bit of both. I think there's these guys that you'll see, um, I reckon you'll be able to say, look, how many, in the players they have got, which ones I feel they'll keep to get rolling and which ones probably from the outside that they will need to try and get to really bolster that part up. I think it's a two-way thing. I don't think um, – I think some players just at times, I'm pretty sure through cons- of the consistency of their play this year, will they be, will they be up to it next year? Because I think the second year and they want to be better than the first. So if you're going – you know, probably it'll be a bit ruthless at times, but – you probably start to look to make sure that because that's that's a big, that's a platform they need to play off, right? Mm. They're scrumming and that's where they're losing a bit, and even though even even some of the school in the lineouts. So the probably key areas where they if they if they are to, to be better than this year, they'll have to look tightly in that. I'm curious about this question. Now, Peter Alatini with me in studio. In regards to recruitment for next season, do you have any understanding of the par- parameters they're given? Can they just cherry pick the best of New Zealand talent, or are they just left with? That, and I, 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 sorry, not the words, but do they just leave with the leftovers? Yeah, and I'm I, I, sorry, I don't mean that disrespectfully. To be honest, Wally, I actually don't. It's, it's a question I asked around, what does TID looking like for you guys? Where can, does it can, come from? If you play for Moana Pacifica, can you become an all-black? It's the I, question I, I, I'm curious, because, you know, historically you've got to play your rugby here in New Zealand, but they are based here in New Zealand. Um, yes, they're there to fly the flag for the Pacific Islander, Pacific Islands in the community, I thought my understanding was that because the if you Pacifica, can't, then that's exactly. not necessarily going to make them desirable, is it? Exactly. But that's a, that's hard to say. I think my understanding at first was this team was to be built to make our island team stronger. Your Fiji, Tonga, Samoa. Right. Okay. Well, that's great so if that is the case. Yeah, because yeah. that's that's yeah. that was my understanding from that. So and, and that's yeah, wonderful. Yeah. So so we're hoping to build on on that as such, but. Yeah, being a flagship and still probably here in in, in, in New Zealand as so well, that's pretty tough. So that, say, second or third generation of Pacific players here in New Zealand that are coming through first 15, probably the initial dream is still the All Blacks, I would have thought. Um, and so, yeah, those kids straight out of school, you're probably going to struggle to recruit. Definitely, but that's and that's and that's okay. This and we're talking. There's a, there's a lot of kids. What are these heaps of kids? And these kids that that may miss the mark who who come back later in their development as well. But I think it's it's, it's important that we do have a genuine pathway for Moana Pacifica amongst all these kids. Because as we're seeing in all the teams, these Pacifica Maori dominated heavily across the board, right? Mm. So um, what this looks like is like you're never going to stop a kid from chasing the dream to be an All Black. 
Um, but the truth is, is you've got to give them these pathways that are available. Yeah, and you've got that. They've been good now with that three-year window where yep. if you stand down for three years, you, right. you have the opportunity Together. to play for another nation. It is 20 minutes away from eight. You're listening to SENZ, Peter Alatini, my co-host. This week's segment is dedicated to Moana Pacifica. We're talking Super Rugby, Pacifica Flair. If you've got any thoughts, you can test us here on double eight double three. Don't go away. So Solomoni Fanaki will join us on the programme shortly. Yes, indeed. Pacifica Flair, Mark Watson, Peter Alatini in studio. Uh, Peter, we've got a really, really impressive young man about to join us on the programme who's been simply magnificent this Super Rugby season. Yes, we've uh, we've got the pleasure of having uh, Solomone Funaki. Malole Solomone. <laughs> My little brother, hey, so thank, uh, firstly acknowledging um, your efforts to date with, uh, with Moana Pacifica. I think your, your form has been outstanding. How have you enjoyed the season to date, mate? Oh, man, it's, um, it's amazing, man, the opportunity that I got, um, especially for most of us having played Super Rugby. It's pretty exciting, and yeah, everyone is um, taking their chance, and it's been awesome, yeah. Uh, Solomon, we've been talking about um, players within Moana Pacifica having to adjust to just that incredible intensity week in, week out. How have you found that? Um, yeah, it's um, obviously the level um, of rugby at the moment is um, different from um, NPC and stuff, and like majority of the team is like. Uh, NBC players, club players, but um, we, yeah, the more we play the game, the more we get used to it, the intensity and stuff like that. So, um, the the last two weeks, Solomone, you guys have had very, very tough games and key moments, and both games could have been a different result. How is how are the boys um, picking themselves? Obviously, two tough games, and then you're you're working towards Drua this week, which will be a big one as well. How are the boys kind of feeling going uh, leading into Drua this week? Uh, yeah, we had our our review from um, Saturday game today, and um, everyone is bit gutted. The game was there for us to take. Uh, we have a few chance that we could have um, take the the top on Saturday, but um, we're coming in this week. Everyone's um, talking about the next level performance. Um, and this week it's pretty big on us. Um, take every chance, be patient. Um, yeah, I think we're going to go so good this, um, this coming game, hopefully. Yeah. That's exciting, Solomone. I know. Hey, the, the one thing that I was excited for, I was, uh, I was actually at the game on Saturday and who was sitting uh, in front of me, I just heard this little girl go, go daddy, go daddy. And I asked, who's, the, who's your dad? And it happened to be your young little daughter cheering you on on Saturday. How cool is that? How cool is it for Moana Pacifica to have their families um, here to support you guys? Man, it's, um, it's amazing. Yeah, their little girl is, um, yeah, motivated me for the last few years um, being a life changer for me basically but um, yeah to be having a family around um, first proper game to have uh, a family and fans and uh, an open crowd um, it's amazing um, yeah pushing the boys to be the best on Saturday obviously we didn't have the outcome that we were looking for but yeah it's amazing man Solomone, growing up, um, who was the player that you looked up to? Who do you base your game around? Is there one particular player from yesteryear that you sort of try and emulate? 
yeah, grew up. They're, um, they're like Willio, they're like a Willio, uh, the Tolomaka and, and those kind of players we were looking up to because obviously they were Tongans and they're like a giant of the game, um, of what we of of the game. And um, yeah, I've been looking up to them, but uh, yeah, lately it was with Kaino. Love the guy, yeah. Well, that makes that makes sense, Alone. I see the the physicality in your game. I can see with the names that you have said: Willio, Istolo, and Jerome Kaino. They did have a bit of a a fierce uh, physical presence in the game, so I can certainly see that. Now, just look in your bio. Um, so you've had you've had a little uh, rundown with with my other great team, the Mighty Highlanders. I see that you that you were a um, a replacement player just to train on. How much is that kind of sp- you know the learnings maybe taken from that time spurred you on for for Moana Pacifica. Yeah, I mean, like I I had the, I spent uh, quite a bit of time in um, Dunnes last year, and um, it was like an eye opener for me. The like the experience that I got from there and the learnings, and knowing that like around these professional environments that there's heaps of pressure coming that you don't know about. Um, until you get to that environment. I took so much learning from there, especially I was um, flitting and staying with um, Shannon Trishel and like um, he's a good mate of me from Tonga growing up and seeing him, how he deal with stuff and like, you know, doing your homework and stuff like that, which is was, uh, was a good experience and learning coming to this year for me. Solomoni, you're a proud Tongan. In fact, you played for Tonga last year. How important is it in a team environment to have the coaching staff, the management, the infrastructure, having an understanding of your culture, having an understanding of family and perhaps the way the Tongan community maybe communicate versus that of, say, a European player? Um, yeah, man, like, this team is very different to uh, any other team they've ever been in. Like, um, this team is... Uh, really bring me close to um, to home. Like in the start of the of every training, just pretty much like in the island, we do uh, a song, we do a prayer and stuff like that. And having the coaching around to understand the culture, um, yeah, really helps a lot. To be fair, yeah. Fantastic, Solomon. Look, we're so proud. Mark and I are just so thankful for uh, for yourself jumping in. We wish you the very best this weekend against Drua. Obviously, two Pacifica nations going both, but, uh, you know, I've got to support my uh, my Moana Pacifica boys, so all the best, and thank you so much for coming on. Malo abito. Oh, thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Oh, yeah, lovely to have you on the program. Thank you to Solomon Funaki there, loose forward for Moana Pacifica. Right, uh, we've got about just over four minutes left here, um, um, Peter. Peter or Peter? Either. Either? Yeah, <laughs> Peter, yeah. but everyone yeah. says Peter, whatever. No, 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 no. Just want to, yeah, you always want to try and get it right, don't there you? You, go. you? You do want to try and get it right. Shot I tell you it. what, when you see the Fijian Drua playing Moana Pacifica this weekend, when. William Webb Alice picked the ball up and ran. This is what he envisaged. This is how the game should be played. Hard, physical, fast, full of flair. It should be a stunning, stunning game to watch. It's just, it's a shame that it's an Aussie. I mean, I would have loved it being here to, to play, or probably in, even in Fiji, um, you know, for the Jura fans to, 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 to watch. But 
How good is this game going to be? The thing is, I think um, the game breaks loose. We know which which team will really um, fathom them in that. But as as we know, draw just watching some of of their breakout tries. Mm. But in saying that, I suppose both even even Moana Pasifika have got those players yeah. to be able to break through as well. Eh? And discipline going to be key here for both sides. Huge, yeah, huge, no huge. Look, I know both sides love a bit of confrontation, and that right. sometimes can just lead to a little bit of ill discipline. And Correct. it's going to be so important. And, and, and I suppose even more this week, the pride will be. Definitely yeah. on the line as well. Now, we're both proud First 15 guys. Here we enjoy we our First 15 1A comp. My mob, Mount Albert Grammar, they've got the centennial game this weekend against Auckland Grammar School. Ooh. Huge occasion, live streamed. Myself, um, Steve Devine calling that game. Uh, King's College, where your son's at at the moment, taking on Liston. But, uh, I mean, how important is the 1A competition here in Auckland in terms of being a feeder for Moana Pacifica? Uh, you know, I've gone through and looked at all the All Blacks that have come out of Mount Albert, but, man, I tell you what, you've got almost twice as many that have played for either Tonga or Samoa out of our school. Totally agree with you. I think it is really important. If we look at the Pacifica influence across 1A rugby, there's so many. So, so a lot. You know, and even when you think about even those bottom teams, the Listons, the Tongaroa, the Old Eddie College, um, the LSL, heavily influenced for these kids that some will always chase the dream of being an All Black, but the truth is this pathway of Moana Pacifica can be just as effective for their rugby life going well, forward. Well, I always remember the Lang Kilda brothers when I was at Man Out, but both oh. went on. La La V, La La La. Mate, um, those two. Mark seven, Bert seven and a 12. Birdie. Um, you know, there was oh, been two of There's so many. You know, even Andrew Blows, who was there playing yep. in that in that side with all those guys. But I agree with you. It's so many Pacific Island players across the board that... Moana Pacifica would love to have as, as, as a gym pathway for these kids to come yeah. through. Are you seeing more uh, Moana Pacifica kids coming through the likes of the King's College, which has always been predominantly, I guess, affluent European, if I can use that That's term? That's right. No, there's more. There's, there, they've been, um, over the last few years, since I was at school, there's so much more. I think they've um, the, the school had opened cast a wide, different little um, offerings across, mm. even some in South Auckland and, and what have you, but definitely more. I mean, we've got a Māori culture group, there's a Pacific yeah, advisor group. So, I, I, I touched on it so with Solomoni Fanaki, but how important is it at a school level that the coaches and the school do have a really good understanding of the Pacifica cultures? It's important. It's really easy to be ignorant it and is. just cast it, oh, you've got two arms and two legs, harden up some, we're not agree. changing anything for you. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Mark. It's, it's really important, especially for kids who have come from a different background and put into such schools with all these different yeah. offerings. They could Very be, strong faith, yeah, a lot that's of them. Right. And, that's right. And a f- much, much wider extended family than Correct. what you tend to get with European kids. That's right. So, so it is important that they do, they do their homework in the background and, and then be able to give them the support that's required while they're at school. Well, it's like anything. I don't, want to use the, I don't want to refer to rugby players as a product, but the more you understand about what you've actually got on your shelves... Totally. The more you are going to have the ability to sell yeah. it, aren't you? Get the best out of it. Hundred yeah. percent. Um. So, Liston Kings. Um. What time's that gun? Two thirty. Two thirty at Kings College. And then you boys have got a tough three or four weeks oh, after yeah, that. Yeah. Then bring it on. One A rugby at its best. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I tell you what. Who's going to win out of it? my mob? Mount Albert versus Auckland Grammar. Hard game first up. I'm going to give it to you guys. Of course uh, you are, mate. Yeah. But I reckon if there was someone from Kings, uh, <laughs> someone was sitting there <laughs> from Auckland Grammar, you'd be going Auckland Grammar, mate. But yeah, come on, brother. I got you. Come on, we got a more. We got a more. Pacific hey, got connection, haven't we? Got a more mate. Pacific connection. My boy's great mate plays for. Uh, no, no, he doesn't play. He's at Meg. So, Jaken, you better be listening. I'm supporting your team. Peter Alatini, as always, lovely to have you in studio. I hope you did enjoy this edition of Pacifica Flair. Go Moana Pacifica against the Fiji and Drua this weekend. Looking forward to that one. Coming up to four minutes away from eight.